0: Bridge toll, California customer service
1: number.
2: Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand
0: cave rescue operation.
1: What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western hotels. How
1: old is Ronaldo? What
0: happened with Big Brother? What's the engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out save the How many games dates? are in the first series? Use of IMAP NBA to playoffs.
1: check email best on best other best email clients. Identify fonts from Where to find the best, we best burgers in Welcome
0: back to yeah. the. the The last episode of Core Web Vitals Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we've been publishing episodes every day discussing what you need to know to utilize Google's new Core Web Vitals metrics. Joining us for Core Web Vitals Week are both Kathy Brown and Carl Kleinschmidt, who are senior SEO consultants at Search Metrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data driven decisions. And so far this week, we've talked about what Core Web Vitals are and how you can make the business case to implement changes related to them. We talked about the three Core Web Vitals, LCP, Largest Contentful Paint, FID, First Input Delay, and CLS, Cumulative Layout Shift. If you don't know what the Core Web Vitals are, go back and listen to those episodes first. And today, we're going to wrap up Core Web Vitals Week talking about advanced Core Web Vitals and how you can monitor them and look forward. All right, here's the last installment of Core Web Vitals Week with Kathy Brown and Carl Kleinschmidt, Senior SEO Consultants at Searchmetrics. Kathy and Carl, happy Friday and welcome to Core Web Vitals Week on the Voices of Search podcast.
2: Oh, thank you. It's been fun just sharing about Core Web Vitals. I know it's a really geeky topic, but it's super important.
0: I've had a blast. Carl, how are you doing? (laughs)
1: Doing great. This topic has been taking up a lot of my time over the last few weeks and exciting to share all my insights.
0: Geek is chic this year and let's geek out on some of the advanced core web vitals. So we talked about LCP, FID and CLS. Those are the three main core web vitals. What are the advanced core web vitals? What does that mean?
1: When we're talking about larger websites, mostly enterprise websites, when you are never individually changing the code of a page. You're always talking about page templates. WebCore Vitals become very different, right? If you can't change one page without changing 100,000 pages, every little decision has a lot more impact. Every fix is a lot harder. And you have to sell individual changes in a very different way. So there's a couple of things that I wanted to bring up that will help people solve these bigger issues.
0: All right. So basically, life isn't always as simple as I have to go onto one page and make a change. There's the enterprise level websites, which, you know, one page template changes tons of pages. What are some things you can do to avoid making big mistakes that are going to impact your core web vital metrics? One of the things
1: that I created with the help of some of the developers at Search Metrics, is something called a consistency score. So we have started large-scale scraping websites and running them through the Lighthouse tools and calculating for CLS how consistent are the elements across pages, right? So if we look at all your product pages and the CLS elements are different for every single page, but you can only make page template changes, you're going to have a huge problem. Because if you make one change, the likelihood is it's not going to affect or fix all the problems you have with your product pages. So it's really important to think about how consistent are my pages and think about that for every single page type so that you know which pages are easy to fix and which ones are harder to fix.
2: I just want to jump in here. It's my understanding that core web vitals and the page experience ranking factor is not likely to be at the page level. I think, and this is all a little bit of speculation on my part, but Google is giving us field data in the Google Search Console. So I think Google might be looking at a particular directory, which may have a a page template assigned to it in the aggregate. So if you fix one page and it's great, I'm not sure that's going to solve your problem if the rest of the pages for that page template do not perform as well as you would like.
1: Exactly. I
0: think about what you guys are talking about, like ants. When you're working on a big website, just like when you find an ant in your home, if there's one ant, it's a problem. And squishing that one ant doesn't solve the problem. You need to get to the underlying issue. Now, if you have one ant in every room, you probably have an infestation and you probably have some really big problems. So the more that you can you know, be consistent with your templates and when you make a change, it basically sweeps the entire house the better off you're going to be. So look, we have templates. Hopefully when we implement a change, that change rolls out across all of the pages and solves the issues that we're having as opposed to solving an issue on one page and creating an issue on another. What are some of the other advanced core web vital features you can think of?
1: One of the ones that I have used for one client where we couldn't figure out which pages were causing the FID issues because it's only a field data and we're getting some data back from the search console but not enough to clearly identify the issue is that you can use the event timing API to actually log the FID. I'm not going to go into too much detail for how to implement that. If you go to web.dev slash FID, There's a great guide for how to implement that event timing tracking, and that will give you all the data you need in order to capture your FIDs. And actually, that makes troubleshooting so much easier.
0: That seems like a big deal when you're trying to figure out what is causing the first input delay. You have to understand the sequence of what is being loaded on the page, and that might not always be clear, right? There is a timing exercise. There's a little bit of a dance with either you and your developer or your developer and your website or whoever you're working with to try to figure out what is loading when you're having an FID problem.
2: I would say for these large websites, if you're kind of in the enterprise level, you really need to look at stuff like real user monitoring. You really need to instrument some of your code so that you have these metrics to help you diagnose these problems. Because otherwise, you're relying on field data, which is not always as specific as you would like. Or you're relying on lab data, which is also perhaps not representative of the experience that's happening out in the field. So Core Web Vitals is not going away. Google is going to periodically reassess the Core Web Vitals and perhaps tweak them a little bit, maybe tweak the thresholds. So just setting yourself up for success by having in-house instrumentation of your site so that you can really see what's happening on your site, I think, is a win for enterprise sites.
0: Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. That's previsible, P R E V I S I B L E dot I O. So, Carl, we talked about an advanced topic for CLS, for FID. Give me something for LCP. I know we talked about this on Monday. What are some of the advanced techniques that you're using to solve for largest contentful pain issues?
1: So, most of the problems have been between field and lab data. And how do you get lab data closer? To field data, because without those two being close, LCP problem diagnosis is almost impossible, right? If you don't know what the LCP is, then it's really hard to diagnose. So, what I have started doing is trying a multiple of things, trying to get lab and field data closer by there have been three or four things that we've been doing. We've been just turning off elements, so like turning off dropdowns, turning off pop-ups, and then running Lighthouse reports on that. Sometimes you can't do that on production pages. And so then you can do things like URL parameters, where you say, give me a URL parameter that makes me seem like I'm a logged in person, and then run that through the Lighthouse tools. That, in my experience, has been the most successful way of getting lab and field data closer together. And then you can actually start the diagnosis, what is causing your LCP issues. And then the third thing is if neither of those two work, you can go cookies. If basically custom configure a logged in user cookie and then load the elements that way to get as close as possible to field data, that is the hardest one. But it's also the one that least affects everyone else. So that should be your option of last resort if you're trying to get that field and lab data closer together.
0: Yeah, it seems like the issue with LCP is understanding what the LCP element is first, and then there's all sorts of different user states that can affect how that's being loaded You know, at the end of the day, Core Web Vitals is a big, hairy topic. Google gave us a year's advance notice to try to figure out how we're performing and how to evaluate these metrics. But when you're working on a large site, this can be really complicated. Give me some thoughts on resources that you can use to help you understand what your core web vital metrics are, how you can understand how you're performing, how you can benchmark, and also how you can find solutions to problems that you're having.
2: So we, throughout this uh, podcast series, we've talked a little bit about the tools that we use. So it might be a good place to go ahead and summarize the list of tools you can use. Google has done a pretty good job of bringing all their tools up to date. So the first place that I always go to first is the Core Web Vitals Report in Google Search Console. That will at least show you if you have problems with either CLS, LTP, or FID, it kind of gives you a starting point of where to focus. Unfortunately, it doesn't give you a list of all the pages that have poor LCP, for example, but it does give you representative pages And hopefully from that representative page, you should be able to figure out what page templates to focus on. Because with the larger site, that's kind of the name of the game. You're not looking to fix one page, you're looking to fix a page template so that all your pages are performing better. We've talked a lot about Chrome DevTools in this podcast series. Certainly an excellent tool for looking at the lab results Chrome DevTool also gives you the ability to sort of set different types of phones as well as you could do some CPU throttling. So it's a good way to get started with, okay, how does this work with these different devices as well as these different capabilities? Make sure you go to the performance tab. That's where quite a bit of the action is. i mentioned the Crux report. This is a Google Data Studio template that you can just pop in your domain, they call it an origin, and it will give you the field data for the core web vitals for the last couple, I think it's either five or six months. It also shows you time to first byte, SCP and some of the other page speed metrics, which may or may not be relevant to the core web vitals, but certainly with LCP, looking at a slow server might be something you may need to do. And then finally, page speed insights. You just can Google that and go to it. The nice thing about that tool is it actually, in most cases, will show you both the field data and the lab data. doesn't do it for every single page, but for most pages that you get enough traffic for, you will get both the lab and field data. And you can get maybe an inkling of some of the issues Carl has been talking about, where your lab data and your field data don't agree, and just get a heads up that that might be an issue you may need to dig into So those are a few of the tools that I can mention. I also think that the web.dev slash vitals website has quite a bit of good information and videos on the core web vitals. So if you're looking to just skill up your own understanding of the core web vitals, that would be a place I would send you. So yeah, that's a good source of information among many.
0: All right. And Carl, let me ask you, how are you and the rest of the Search Metrics team supporting the search community and helping to educate them on how to understand and optimize for core web vitals?
1: So end of February, we're going to be doing a webinar that goes through similar topics that we talked about here, but in more detail and also showing those things on screen. We have also created a service that if you need help, both from a troubleshooting and or monitoring perspective, we can help you with that. We basically analyze your website and your competitors' websites and compare those and then give you the action points necessary to fix those. So if you would be interested in that, you can contact us at sales-us at searchmetrics.com and we will gladly walk you through the services that we can offer. And as I said, the webinar will be on February 18th.
0: All right, Kathy, Carl, thank you so much for walking everyone through what Core Web Vitals are, some of the challenges that our listeners can expect to face, and some of the resources that they can lean on to help make sure that they are staying ahead of the competition when Google implements Core Web Vitals in the wild. And that wraps up Core Web Vitals Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Kathy Brown and Carl Kleinschmidt, who are senior SEO consultants at Searchmetrics. If you're interested in contacting Kathy or Carl, you can find links to their LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact Kathy on Twitter. Her handle is Kathy Alice, K-A-T-H-Y-A-L-I-C-E. Or you can visit her personal website, which is webenso.com, W-E-B-E-N-S-O.com. Or you can contact Carl, his Twitter handle is mastermind1429 and his personal website is carlkleinschmidt.com, K-A-R-L-K-L-E-I-N-S-C-H-M-I-D-T.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast.